everyone. Uh, I'm Andrew Ross, host of this event, part of the Great Canadian Aftermarket Trade Show. Today on this live Zoom session, uh, it's my pleasure to have two uh, shop owning couples uh, in to talk about their experience, uh, uh, which is all 100% of the time positive, right folks? Yes, sure. <laughs> Right. Uh, we have Sean and Cindy Abyss from Sean's Auto and Shawnee Station Automotive. There we go. And and uh, Laurie and Jeff Joyce from uh, Shawnee Station, correct? Correct. Let me ask uh, uh, both of our couples today, um, starting just, I'll start with, with Laurie and Sean, but I'll ask the same question for, uh, sorry, with Cindy and Sean and ask the same question with Laurie and Jeff. But uh, do you find that, uh, you know, because everybody individually and personally has, you know, they have good days and bad days and, and is it helpful? to have that person uh, to kind of, I don't know, support you and, and you know, uh, remind you the good stuff uh, because they they actually know exactly what it is you're talking about that, that made it a bad day, as opposed to, you know, somebody who just doesn't understand kind of why today was a bad day and why it got so under your skin that this thing went wrong. I actually have a, a greater appreciation for how hard Sean has worked over the years. I was kind of grumpy about it when I was raising the kids because he worked so many, so many hours to build the business. But now I understand why he came home grumpy a lot <laughs> and tired. <laughs> so I have a greater appreciation for that. And now we can connect that way because we understand each other. Mm -hmm. Right, right. How about uh, Lori and Jeff? Because I mean, my understanding and from a previous conversation, Jeff, is that uh, you know, you you were you had your business. Uh, you know, Lori was doing her uh, corporate uh, you know responsibilities and uh, her, her corporate career. Uh, that it was you know maybe going okay, but not not where it should have been. And you were probably wearing some of that all the way home, right? Well, a little bit of a backstory. Uh, Lori and I got married in 2018. Um, we started dating in 2014. Both of us went through pretty brutal uh, divorces, but. Our story is a little bit different because I'd already been doing what I was doing and she was doing what she was doing. So when we got together, um, I got some insight I'd never been given. I'd, so most important, I got support. I never had support before. I did everything myself. When she came in and I kind of said we butted heads, but it's more like I didn't get enough communication out of my head, kind of like Sean said, everything was in his head. I was doing the same thing, but just listening to what we're all talking about today, the one thing that I, I can say about being couples, I don't get enough time with her, believe it or not, even though we work together, we're so busy doing what we do in the business. When we get home, like we don't even watch TV. We, we sit, we have a sitting room. We sit there and have conversations all the time. Uh, we're going away at the end of the month. We're looking forward to it, that we get to spend, you know, seven days in a trailer together that, you know, just her and I doing what we want. Even though we do work together, I, I, I don't get as much time with her as I would like. Um, it does keep us really close. Um, the, the whole couples work together. Like I, I hear people say, oh, we take separate vacations. I could never do that. I could never do that. I, I want to be with her as much as I can. I, I find working together, we're different people. It, it's like we turn a switch. We're work people and we're home. We're to, totally, totally different people at work. Um, I can be very stern with her at work and vice versa. At home, we're completely different people. It's 
it's that ability to flick that switch when we get home. I think that makes us a really strong couple in business um, and appreciation for each other's abilities. Um, I, I, I cannot say enough about what she has brought to my business. I, I could I could talk for hours and hours of all the little changes. Uh, it it's mind blowing when you have an outside perspective. And I think the strongest thing is she doesn't know anything about fixing cars. Thank God, because <laughs> if she did. It would just be brutal with both of us having that knowledge in our head, having that ability to see it as a business and um, a balance and a balance it is so important. And once again, I, like I said, I could praise her all day long about what she's brought and she wouldn't believe me. I'll tell you that right now. Ask Murray. Well, I, on, you know, from my side of it, if Jeff wasn't at the shop, I'm lost without him. It's, I, it's so sad without Jeff at the shop. And there's been the days, you know, where he hasn't been to the shop and it's just been me and I'm lost. I'm just lost without him. So even though we don't see each other much to me, I still, well, where's my lunch date? I don't have my, lunch date and mm. oh I don't get to see him today it just felt like he was sick or he was dead or it, it was horrible it was horrible without him honestly because we're with each other 24 7 we really are if I have to do yard work he's doing yard work with me if we're walking a dog we're walking the dog together everything is done together that is that's amazing yeah, yeah. she's talking about I had to go on a six-hour road trip to pick up an engine and when I got back, everybody was sending me pictures of her. I She's standing so my, by my toolbox, pouting, waiting for me to come back. It was it was pretty uh, enduring. It just doesn't feel right when he's not when we don't go to work together. It feels awful. We drive to work together. We drive home together. So it's weird when I drive to work without him. Which having this puppy, it's changed our schedules. Just uh, for those uh, on uh, this, both uh, Lori and Jeff did advise me before we went live uh, that if one or the other had to get up, because they have a three-month-old puppy that is uh, uh, probably gnawing on somebody's ankle right about now. Uh, <laughs> He's outside. Uh, as they are prone to do. Um, but uh, but now you're stuck in the house with, the, with you and a pup. So uh, yes. you know, good, good luck with that. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, so, you know, I mean, it sounds, it, I mean, I guess, it, you know, everybody has their own equation uh, that, that they need to balance out on this. People are different. Uh, individuals are different. They're kind of entry point into the business with each other and, and, and uh, themselves is, is different. Um, but it, it certainly sounds like the commonality here is, is that, uh, you know, even, you know, maybe a little bit of rough patch, kind of getting used to this idea, but being able to to share information um, and and just uh, you know being kind of open open to it's kind of funny it's, you can love each other but not like each other and I think you really need to like each other to be in 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 business like this does that sound right absolutely yeah. absolutely it, I I couldn't imagine not having a if we didn't have this bond and we tried to do this I it it'd be ugly like the frustrations was just running a business by itself, let alone with your partner. Like if you guys aren't on the same page, it's going to go sideways. And I think communication, and that's where we struggled in the beginning was, I thought I was just being a nice guy, but I was trying to do everything and not let people know what I was doing. And it was, it was backfiring every time I turned around because 
it's in my head. Oh, I'll just do this. And they turn around and go, well, who did that? Well, I did it thinking I was doing a good thing. Well, you just messed up because that wasn't the plan. So uh, having the communication and understanding who you're working with makes a world of difference. And, and it was a big eye opener for me by having that, that support, that partner, it was, it, it changed my life. Honestly, I, if we went back five years or let's go back 10 years, 10 years, I bought a job. I was there 16 hours a day. I had no life. I worked, 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 and I never got ahead. And it was because I thought I was doing everything right. It's, I had to humble down and, and let people do their job. And the only way I came to that conclusion is I had to have Lori literally sit me down one day and go, you need to stop doing what you're doing. Just stop, just stop. Like, don't do this anymore. You, you've got to start understanding your role. At one time, my office was Jeff's bedroom. Yeah, I, was, I had a couch and I slept at the shop because I'd be there till midnight. I'll just sleep here. It, it was bad. It was bad. I just, I let the business run me. I didn't run the business. And by getting that, that outside input and I, I'll always remember the day she said, why aren't you in Napa? And I'm like, what do you know about Napa? I know the name, <laughs> that, that whole corporate attitude. And it just, it was mind blowing, just mind blowing that. She had so, a, a view. Yeah. So, uh, Murray, uh, you know, it occurred. Have you ever had uh, either couples or individually, uh, but working together, uh, coming through one of your training courses or any of your other uh, industry groups, where you've looked at the couple or talked to them individually and thought to yourself, I don't think these people should be working on this business together <laughs> because they don't have any of these core kind of bonds that, that I'm hearing from our, our couple, uh, our couples uh, today. Good question. But I would say um, I don't have a memory of that. Um, as a, like as a couple working, I, I think I have memories of individuals in this, in the couple completely unwilling to to make the changes and the spouse on either side sort of just going along with it so it wasn't sort of between well, i guess ultimately it was between the two of them but i was never privy to to that part of it because the the person's personality uh was fairly strong and then that they made the decision and this is not this is gender neutral i mean sometimes it was the woman and sometimes it was the man right so it was a similar thing that i have i have with many shop owners when they first meet me Oh, you can't do that in my town. I can't do that in my shop. My customers won't pay for that. Are you crazy, Murray? That you're insane. You're going to make me go broke if you try to make me implement that. You know, you want to see my numbers? You actually want me to, to look at my books? You want me to share my numbers with my peers? Are you insane? <laughs> right? So I get this resistance from people. And then if they happen to be part of the couple, then that's sort of a bit of a dynamic. So I never thought of it the way you had that question, but I can think of... Uh, of, you know, one man that wouldn't let go, you know, and get it out of his head. And they just, and she just sort of was there to support. And, you know, now that I think about it in a couple of those scenarios, I think she just gave up and went and got her own job. Right. right? And in another scenario, uh, one woman was so private with the numbers because her father had told you, you never show anybody, not even the bank. You don't show anybody anything because somebody's going to screw you over if they know your numbers. 
And right. so I literally had to fire them as clients because I cannot help you. I cannot, if I can't see, I said, we can talk about what's happening or anecdotes of what was happening, but it says, until you show me the numbers, and I don't actually even care about the sales. I mean, these guys in the room know we're looking at things like ratios, you know, sold hours per work order and productivity and, and these kind of numbers. And, and it's, you know, some these guys are used to it now, but I mean, when somebody's new to me, there's, it scares them how much I can tell about their stuff and never having been there. I can say this happened here and this happened here. Like, how do you know that? It's because I screwed up and I've worked with hundreds of people that did the same thing so they learned better, right? And so then Steve would, would not show numbers. And I said, sorry, guys, you can't be part of this group because you're not giving us as a group any information to be masterminds together to give you any help, right? You, you can tell us all you want, how your sales are going up. I don't know what your margins are. I don't know what any of the other ratios are, so I can't help you, even though lovely people and trying hard to make a living and stuff, but he had that, that he was just locked down. And I've met two or three people in my career, male and female, where that advice was given to them somewhere. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, I even said, this is an old, old news report years ago. I said, uh, back when Eaton's went broke, uh, there was a news report that said if Eaton's would have shown their books to a few management consultants, they might still be around <laughs> because it was a privately held company, right? And they just kept everything inside. Yep. They didn't get advice from anyone. Right. Anyway. So that's kind of my answer to that, Andrew is, is it's sort of a, a human feature, not a couple feature. And it just yeah. happens to be that it's, it's one or the other, where they just resist a new way of, a new paradigm of thinking, so. Sure. Can I add, can I add something to that? Of course. Sure. So working with Murray, he's a, such a gracious trainer because when it came to numbers and stuff, I'm not a numbers person that he's a strong suit, but Murray just kind of guided me along. It's not so scary. Um, and it's really just really encouraged me and, and helped me grow as a person. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Well, and, and, and that's the thing is I happen to love numbers and analysis. I, I just to be, again, full disclosure, I hate accounting and bookkeeping. So don't hire me to do that. I have people that do that for me. Right. And you guys, but I love the results. And again, Cindy learned when I started coaching and I saw the resistance of so many people of not understanding, like they literally same, same as you, like, I don't get this. I don't understand. This. I'm not interested. That's, I think where I came at it from that angle is, as I learned years ago that you have to be patient and kind and, and approach it that way. And then people are actually engaged in it. And also for Cindy and everybody else, only use enough numbers that work for you. Once you know the ones that work for you, that you want to track, that's great. John can drill down with the other 75 KPIs, right? Yep. He and I can he and I can nerd out on <laughs> uh, on numbers, um, but Cindy's got the four that she needs to run the business, right? Which right. that I love I love that difference in people as well. So yeah, right. I guess you know I know we're we're coming uh, you know to the end of our our time on this session, but I guess I'm going to ask our our couples today to kind of uh, speak to you know others who who you know are at some stage of, of getting involved with uh, their significant other in the business and to say, you know, like if there's, is, is there, are there ways that, that uh, you could offer that will help uh, smooth that kind of transition to, to one partner, or the other uh, being in the business. Um, and, and uh, is there a, a one or two kind of rules of thumb that, uh, that you think are the most important? I'll, I'll start with Cindy and Sean. I mean, I don't think there's any really good rules because as, as we can see, the two of us are, are somewhat similar situations, but we approach things differently. Um, 
I think the, the, the biggest thing, just thinking about it, that I appreciate is the ability that, um, since nobody is good in everything, um, what's helpful is that she's good at things that I'm not good at. And I think that's the biggest uh, benefit to, you know, to the business. Um, and it's also good in that um, it's good for, for customers because they get to know us. Um, I think mm. for our, both, of, both of our businesses, that's, that's the main thing we, we, we have to keep, right? Personally, I uh, have learned my worth and what I can do. And mm. I think Sean's really pushed me into that. And now it's like, I'm unstoppable. And who am I some days? <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, just, just go for it. Even if it scares you, it's just do it. You'll, you'll appreciate it later. Right, right, right. Now, how about you, Lori and Jeff? Are there a couple of couple of things that we talked about a lot of, I think there's a lot of lessons to take from, from you know, kind of where you started and, and where you're at now. But, uh, you know, if there's a, another couple out there that uh, is maybe just starting to kind of get together in the business, um, what's your advice? I would say I'd probably focus on hiring a coach like Murray. Um, the one thing I can say is being a couple, just because we have ideas doesn't mean they're right. Um, if you have direction, it's easier for you both to be traveling in the same direction. You got to start somewhere and you, you can't be afraid to make moves. And matter of fact, I think the biggest success we've had as a couple is scaring ourselves, pushing ourselves to do things we're uncomfortable doing uh, and you can't do it alone. Like I, I don't, I can't speak for everybody, but for myself and Lori, if we didn't have uh, direction, it, I don't know how frustrating it would have been because she had corporate background. I was an independent. We needed some sort of direction. Um, and I think by having, uh, other people to talk to, first of all, which was really important, having other uh, shop owners to talk to. And that's where some of the, the mastermind groups and stuff helped and the one-on-one -on -one coaching um, and the courses. You have to train yourself every day and you can't stop. You, 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 you can't plateau. If you plateau, you'll get bored and it won't go anywhere. You have to always push the envelope. Um, and as a couple, if you're, if you're not doing that as a couple in business, it's going to be dormant. And then you're just going to be just another small independent shop that really nobody knows about if you want to be successful and, and, and be a business that not just for yourselves, but that your community recognizes you need direction. I think that would be my biggest thing. If I could just add, I would say Jeff and I, no matter how stressful, no matter how frustrating it got, Jeff never let me give up and I wouldn't let him give up. So when I was feeling down or Jeff was feeling down, we just gave each, gave each other confidence and just didn't allow us to give up. So I guess go for it and don't be afraid. Yeah. What do you think, Murray? Is that a pretty, uh, pretty solid message to wrap up with? Fantastic message to everybody, 100%. And, and I'd like to sort of, you know, 
talking about taking risk, be brave, do it. And then Cindy said, know your worth, um, know your worth, right? Within your relationship and then with your clientele and in your community. I think Cindy, both the fear and the knowing your worth, uh, I think knowing your worth helps to overcome the fear. The combination of you guys is, this is an amazing show. Holy Moses. <laughs> Great stuff. You know, thank you so much for both, both of you, you couples, uh, you know, Cindy and, and Sean uh and and laurie and jeff for for giving us your your time here you know great message about supporting each other scaring yourselves a little bit but being there to kind of catch each other when you're when you're uh when you're maybe a little over scared and and succeeding together you know it, it, it's a wonderful thing right so thank you everybody for being here with us thank you all the folks who have been uh, in attendance uh, all the best to everyone uh, take care of each other take care of yourselves and and uh, all uh, be better for it thanks again thanks for having us thank you thank you listening to the Great Canadian Aftermarket Podcast, brought to you by the publishers of Indie Garage and Jobber Nation. Connect with us online at indiegarage.ca and jobbernation.ca, a brand of chat-integrated media.